Rick Jensen on 1150 AM, 1017 FM, WDEL. The good news for restaurants is that they're going to 50%, not this weekend, but next weekend, which is kind of frustrating to me because I know a lot of people in restaurant business, people from owners to servers. Uh, my, my wife and I have both been servers in the restaurant industry. We've both been bartenders. In fact, I think my wife still maintains her bartending license so she can do bartending at charity events. And I never got into business, even though there was an owner who offered to help me out and said, I'll get you started because I didn't want to live at the restaurant. <laughs> and that's, and that's what it was, man. When I was an assistant manager uh, in college during the summer, oh my God, you got to live at the restaurant. You know, just so many things going on, so many moving parts. And many restaurant owners here in Delaware have been really, really creative about attracting people to their business. None, none more so than Ryan German of Cafe Gelato. I always misspell it, two Fs in cafe and a whole bunch of L's <laughs> and one T in gelato. He's on the phone right now, and dude, How I you mean, doing, Rick? good, I'm good. Thank you. Ryan, I said, dude, <laughs> but I do. I mean, what you have done is spectacular. First of all, I mean, you have upped the game when it comes to bandwidth on online uh, events where, and I've done this, I, I've, I've gone to the restaurant and I've paid because I'm not going to allow you to give me a free meal until you guys are flush. And thank you for that offer, though. Um, but uh, I gone and, and I bring the food home, and then we go online and we watch a presentation by somebody. You've done one with a um, a vintner winemaker here as well, and now you have hooked up with the author of the number one best selling book on bourbons, Pappy Land, which is stunning. Man, how do you do this? What do you find the time to do this stuff? Well, first of all, uh, thanks for having me on. And second, this is this is an exciting day because we are doing this this Julian Van Winkle Pappy dinner. Uh, third, if I was on the radio, I would definitely take complimentary meals once in a while. So, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's like a, that's like your your fringe benefit, right? I mean, like, yeah, yeah, I know. Like, we'll work I, I hope food. you're get, I hope you're getting like I hope you're getting gift boxes all the time. Like you know, Rick, please use these on air. You know, you no, pull sunglasses no. or something. <laughs> Well, thank you, but no, I refuse, and I and I absolutely refuse because until uh, the week next weekend, we're at thirty percent restaurants, and then they're at fifty percent restaurants. I know people who have lost jobs; they need the income, they need the revenue. You know, I'm very blessed. I uh, I have an income, and I'm able to go and pay, and I will not. I you know, it's kind of like the vaccine. It's kind of like the vaccine. Yeah. I asked Jay Jones, president of Delaware Volunteer Firefighters Association. I asked him. If people go get vaccines now because of the short supply, are they taking a vaccine from a volunteer firefighter, EMS, anybody in the front lines? And he said, no, we got it all worked out. People are getting their vaccines. I said, great, because uh, I'm not going to until I know that those folks and the veterans in the homes, it's, it's just the way my mom raised me. And I'm, and, and I'm just adamant about that. So God bless you, dude. So how did you do this? Pappy Land, a story mm. of family bourbon things at last is the book by wright thompson and it's become a number one seller around the country so yeah well, what are you doing I, so so julian so julian van winkle is uh, who set me up with with um with wright thompson from pappy land and i don't i don't think that 
you know, as, as busy as Wright is. I mean, he's a senior writer at ESPN. This is this is uh, Super Bowl week, and um, and Wright wrote for many years for the K- Kansas City Star, and so he was there as a, as a beat reporter for the newspaper. So um, he's covering Patrick Mahomes and the and the Kansas City Chiefs, and and he's doing a lot of. Uh, ESPN plus articles. I made a joke like, you know, I'm I always, I like reading ESPN, but I, I don't, I, I never paid for the extra, you know, ESPN plus to read the insider articles or whatever. And, but after reading Papillon, I wanted to read more of his, more of his uh, stories. So I did that. And he's got this show called true South that you can watch um, on the ESPN plus app also. So, I, you know, so I did that, but if, if it wasn't for Julian Van Winkle, right. I mean, I don't know that right. Thompson would have, you know, started sending me text messages or, or taking my emails or, well, let me, let me tell people, let me, let me tell people right off uh, what we're talking about, who this is. Julian Van Winkle, the third is now kind of like the caretaker of what is indeed the most coveted cult Kentucky bourbon in the world. Um, was it, uh, was it your buddy at CNN who said uh, you could call it bourbon, or you could call it a five thousand dollar bottle of liquefied barrel aged unobtainium? Was that your <laughs> buddy? <Unobtainium. laughs> unobtainium, yeah, yeah, unobtainium. Well, I think what, what Julian Van Winkle said, and I, I saw him say this in a, like a little um, like get together at a restaurant up um, in the Northeast, and he, he said, you know, it's the one product where you know a billionaire might not be able to get it. I mean, if you have a billion dollars, you could buy a yacht, you could buy I suppose anything you want, but you might not be able to buy a bottle of twenty-three-year-old pappies because you just can't find it. Um, well, you can't find it, but I, I looked online, dude. It was like three thousand dollars. Somebody had a, had a bottle of this bourbon for three grand. Now, my my wife buys some nice bourbons for me because I'll have a, a little, uh, you know, two fingers and, a, and an ice cube, maybe like ten, eleven o'clock at night for go to bed. But and she's getting me Blanton's and Bib and Tucker. Yeah. And and yeah. and you're getting into like sixty bucks a bottle, seventy bucks. And I'm thinking, wow, it's a lot of money. This stuff, yeah. this stuff must be amazing. Have you tasted it? I've gotten a taste. I mean, in the same thing as you're just saying, like you know, I, I'm relatively frugal. You know, like I I drive a Prius to save money on gas, and yeah. and so I'm thinking like I I can't um you know ever you know open one of these bottles for myself or something like that. And um, but Julian Van Winkle's you know his whole I guess mantra or approach to what he puts so much time and effort into doing is that you share it with other people. And so yeah. when I was interviewing Julian for tonight, um, you know, I tasted the, the 10, the 12, the 15, the 20 and the 23 year. And it, wow. I mean, you know, amazing. Now he drinks it on the rocks with the twist. Yeah. Obviously here in Delaware, we don't, you know, we, we don't have a big allotment. So I figured I better just drink it neat. Right. Yeah. Um, and it was just, absolutely amazing i plan to have a little bit tonight there's there's something written in Pappy Land where it says uh you know julian van winkle will keep a flask of weller 12 weller 12 um it, you know in his mind is has that that flavor and that taste profile of the weeded bourbon back from from pappy from the the from the bourbon that they were making at the Spitzer weller distillery many years ago so he'll have a, a you know flask of well as well but it's not that it's not that it's there for him to drink by himself it's it's there for him to share with all the folks around him and the, these bottles are definitely to share right thompson has an interesting take on it he says you know he's, obviously these bottles are expensive and, and rick when you when you see those bottles on the online you know whatever they are you know fifteen hundred two thousand three thousand dollars 
it's not meant for some, you know, for me and you to go out and buy a bottle for ourselves and put on yourself. It, what it is, is, you know, maybe you pull it together with like three or four or five, six friends, right? And you open that bottle and you're opening 23 years ago. And so if you yeah, look back yeah. and you think, okay, what was it like in 1997? Who was with me? What family member did I have who's, who's now lost? You know, what was wow. going on? What were the events? So you, so you sometimes hear about maybe um, you'll have uh, like a, a family that maybe lost, you know, a loved one. And they'll pick a you know specific bottle that was bottled in a specific time. So if they have a 20-year-old bottle that was bottled, let's say, in 2014, well, they can go back. 20 years before 14 and say, okay, well, this person was still with us and they could kind of evoke those memories. And that's, that's kind of what these bottles bring, um, for folks. And so I got to ask you a question here. You tasted the 12 and, and okay. Can, is it possible? Can you actually describe the taste, the differences between the 12 and the 23? We have, you know, experts tonight describing them and, you know, they, and they talk about the caramel and they talk about the, the bourbon barrels and, you know, for me, it was just uh, it gets so, so smooth as it goes up to 20 and 23 years, because as the as the um, bourbon is in the barrels longer, the alcohol evaporates. And so the the proofs go down as the years go up. And um, it just it, 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 the 20th year was was absolutely smooth. The um Bourbon aficionados or, you know, experts will often say that the 15 is hands down the best bourbon in the world. Uh, Julian Van Winkle will always say, you don't know what bourbon will make the trip. That's what he, oh, wow. he says it all the time. You don't know yeah. what will make the trip. So you, you put it in as good bourbon that you might taste it 10 years later and the barrel might be empty. It might be empty. It might have all evaporated or the stave might might have gone bad. Really? out. You might get an empty one. You might taste it 10 years later, and you're like, oh, boy, that did not make the trip. That That's didn't not work good at enough. all, no. Um, wow. You might taste it and think, well, it almost made the trip. It's good enough for maybe something else, but it's not good enough for pappies. Uh, so I, I, I just, you know, I'm not a, you know, I, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't describe my palate as being perfected enough to, to say this, that, and the other. But as we got into the 15s, the 20s, and 23s, I mean, I could notice the complexity and um, the way that it hits your, I guess, the front of your mouth and the back of the mouth, I, I would say that the 15, um, you know, it, you get the taste longer. Like, it, it stays there longer. It doesn't yeah. disappear right away. So this uh, Pappy Van Winkle bourbon, they almost went under, bankrupt, right? Yeah. And yeah, now I it's selling for, for 5000 bucks yeah. a bottle. Yeah. Right. That's right. You know, and he doesn't get to keep all that money, right? Like, you know, you buy a bottle somewhere on eBay or something for $5,000. And I think, in fact, you know, Pappy, uh, I shouldn't say Pappy, but Julian Van Winkle, the Van Winkle family, um, I mean, they're trying to put an end to, you know, these secondary markets. I mean, they want to sell it at a fair price, yeah. wholesale. And then the wholesale is, of course, controlled by each state in, in our in our union, right? So um, it, once you see it on the secondary market, I suppose people can do whatever they can do, but they're not supposed to be selling it online. He doesn't, he doesn't see that money, but let me just say this real quick, Rick, when, when, as a small business owner, and we've been doing cafe gelato for 20 years, you hinted at the the challenges that restaurants have this year during the pandemic. And I I would, you know, make a, not a plea, but just remind your listeners that 2021, I mean, we're not through it, right? I mean, this is, this year is going to be harder, if not, 
it's just as hard, if not harder, than last year. Uh, you know, support local, support your local restaurants, and, and go out and and um, you know get some food. But um, reading Pappyland, you saw the parallels of small business. I mean, Julian Van Winkle, um, it's it's as Wright Thompson puts it, it's a minor miracle that he was able to keep the business alive. I talked to Julian's daughter, uh, Carrie Van Winkle Greener, and she she founded this um, Pappy company called. Pappy and Company, they do all the merchandising. And um, I asked her, I said, hey, did you know how much of a struggle it was growing up that your dad was borrowing all this money and he was you know, probably on the cups of not making it? Uh, and she said, no. She said, you know, they lived a comfortable life. They knew, they knew that her father worked really hard, but they didn't know how close it really was. And there was a Fortune, art, Fortune magazine article, I think, in like 2001, and that might have started. That might have started the. Um, that may have started the whole bourbon revitalization. But if you think through the down years of the 70s and 80s, uh, and and trudging through the 90s, it was this renaissance. And um, he's in the 70s now. Julian is. I think he's 70 or 71. Um, it wasn't until let's say 01, 02, 03, 04. I mean, from being in the restaurant business, yeah, these bottles uh, were always hard to get. But five years ago, you can you can get them a lot easier than you can get them now. So tonight, uh, Cafe Gelato, folks, if you're if this, if this is wetting your appetite, sorry, it's sold out. But the reason okay. I wanted I wanted Ryan on is because Ryan is doing a lot of things that are really exciting, really fun, and really different. This is one of them, and I do encourage you to go to Cafe Two Fs, CafeGelato.net, CafeGelato.net. And just check them out once in a while, see what's going on, because this is awesome. Again, tonight, um, you're going to have Justin, you're going to have, I'm sorry, you're going to have uh, Wright Thompson on, or or, or who? Uh, so we're going to have Julian Van Winkle, uh, nice. which I probably probably is the top draw. Right. Uh, Wright Thompson, I think, is probably right there with him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah considering Wright was, just, Wright, was, Wright was just on Seth Meyers on Wednesday. I mean, he's probably right there with him. And then uh, we have Carrie, and, uh, Carrie Van Winkle Greener, which is Julian's daughter, and She'll be on. And then we have uh, Julia Reese from Riedel Glasses talking about these single malt, fancy single malt walk glasses. We have we have uh, local bourbon expert Carl Kadar. He has probably the best man cave I've ever seen. Tons and tons really? of good bourbon, tons and tons yeah. of good albums. He's going to be there. And then we have uh, Jason Holstein from Southern Wine Distributors, and he's going to show us how to make mixed drinks, the Stag Hatton out of Stag Junior, and how yeah. to make Eagle Rare Old Fashioned. And here's what I'll do, because Rick, um, what I'll do is I will, as soon as I get it, we're, we're finalizing the link on YouTube. Um, it will go live on YouTube at 530. So sometime between now and, I don't know, 4 or 5 o'clock, I'll get the finalized link. I'll text it to you. If you could put up on your website, um, your listeners could are welcome to log on to that YouTube and, and join us from home. Nice. I'll uh, I'll post it on my Twitter at uh, the Jensen Show at the Jensen Show, and you're going to have it on CafeGelato.net as well, right? The, and people... the live the live feed will be on YouTube just because that they have the band. No, no, no. I meant the link. I mean, I mean the link. Oh, you're sure. The... You know, yeah, you, uh, yeah, sure. Yeah, I'll put it up. I'll put it up. Yep. Cool. That's right. All right. So I'll put it on at the Jensen Show on Twitter. I use Twitter more than anything else. Um, okay. 
Maybe we could do it on Facebook, you know, WDO Facebook page. But certainly at CafeHLL.net, this is really cool. This is great. And, you know, like I said, um, it, it's a hard time for people in restaurant business and servers, and I'm not going to accept a free uh, meal yet. <laughs> you know, I, I will have to after it's all over. <laughs> However, I will say this. I will yeah. say this. If you got any of this Pappyland bourbon left over, I'd love to stop by this weekend for a snort. With you, there you go. But only with you. If so, well, you text me tonight, and I'll give you the, I'll give you the, uh, I'll give you the lowdown. But if you're definitely coming, I'll save you a little bit. Well, maybe sometime this weekend. That's what you can do. All right, my friend. Thanks so much, Ryan. Okay. It's Ryan. Ryan German at cafegelato.net. We'll take a break. Be back right after this. There's more Rick Jensen coming up on 11:50 a.m. 101.7 FM, WDEL.